Welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I am your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and today I am joined by MetPro client, Allison Lee, and we are going to be hearing all about Allison's journey. Allison, welcome, and thank you so much for being here today. Oh, and thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. Oh, I'm I'm so excited. We, we had a little pre-conversation, and I can't wait to dig into some of this. <laughs> little did I know. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think let's start with a little bit of background. Uh, everybody has different reasons for for starting any kind of journey with MetPro. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you came to MetPro. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so I'm a, I'm a 51-year-old, uh, identify as female, and uh, I have been a runner almost my entire life. I started running as a child because I had asthma, and the doctor said, you need to run because I, I don't have exercise-induced asthma, so I needed to strengthen my lungs. And so running became um, kind of a big part of my, I guess, of who I am. My mother was a runner, and so I saw that and started running. Um, ran cross country in high school, wasn't particularly talented, but I liked to run. And uh, I've kept it up. And in 2001, I ran my first marathon, and a, a bit of a light went off. And um, I now have run 40 marathons since wow. then, and, and I'm trying for the 50 state club. So, so running is kind of a big part of, of um, how I've maintained me, my body, physically. Um, as I got into my mid 40s and late 40s, um, that became a little harder. Uh, I'm 51, and uh, I just what you know I could gain five pounds and lose it easily, uh, and that became not something that I could do so much anymore. And I also noticed, as a runner, anyone who runs distance, in my uh, younger 40s, I was getting better. I was getting a little faster. It was getting easier. And I know that's pretty common. You look at the ultra marathoners who are winning, and you look at kind of that age bracket, and those women are beating the men. Well, I, I get into that kind of second part of my 40s and I'm slowing down. I just discover that I'm, I'm slowing down. I was having trouble keeping the weight off. And I was also listening to another podcast called Marathon Training Academy, which on I know that the Marathon Training Academy, Trevor and Angie, um, have championed MetPro yeah. ever since they discovered it. So I think it was 2017 when they started talking about it. And I, it was around Thanksgiving. And I remember Trevor saying, hey, we found this this thing. It's MetPro. And Angie and I are going to try it out. And I want to know. It's a little spendy. But uh, you know, if you want to look at it, check it out. And I went right to that website and, and took a look. And um, it wasn't until late spring of 2018 when I, I reached out for that free consultation um, through the, the Marathon Training Academy link and um, ended up I guess, signing up. And my initial thought was three months. Let's see what this does. And, and my initial, and I think I didn't admit to myself that I was interested in weight loss. What I said and what I thought was I was looking to make my running better and to feel better, which I know is, a, is something that could be done. I think in the back of my head, I was really hoping to lose some weight <laughs> at the same time. Uh, uh, and I got hooked up with Coach Jessie right away, and I'm still with her all this time. And I remember those first couple of weeks were being kind of rough. Uh, um, that first initial drop, if you all remember what those first three days were like, when you suddenly discover that your relationship with food is never going to be the same again. <laughs> because, uh, one, I was hungry a lot initially. And, um, and just knowing that everything I put into my mouth was no longer just going to be an idle thing. I was going to have to consider it. And that's because of part of my personality. I'm kind of, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Uh, and uh, gosh, well, wouldn't you know it, I started to lose a little weight. Uh, and then uh, things got settled and my running started to feel a little bit better. And, uh, and three months passed and I kind of meant to stop because I meant to stop. And I thought, well, I'm not quite where I want to be yet. I don't even know if I knew where I wanted to be yet. And I don't think I knew how to express that to Jesse at all at the time either. I was kind of just going with the flow. And uh, another three months passed 
And, and at, after six months, it becomes a habit. The, the, the logging your, your, your logging in your phone and, uh, keeping up with your, your, my workouts were all the same. I was running marathons and Jesse would of course increase my uptake and depending on how it was going. And, um, uh, uh, and then the pandemic comes along and, uh, interestingly enough, I, I work, I'm a stage manager, uh, 30 years as a stage manager. Uh, We work traditionally in theater where you, the stage manager is the person that calls all the cues, makes the lights happen, the sounds happen, the sets move. And uh, I, I now, since in the last 11 years, I've done corporate event stage managing, oh. which requires me to travel. So when I'm home, I'm home uh, I, and I only work on the road. So uh, previous to the pandemic, I'm on the road, you know, 200 plus days a year. Uh, and we hit the pandemic and suddenly I'm home. Um, I'm home for 18 months. Uh, and that's really when I was able to take real control, I felt of this kind of MetPro journey because I was cooking for myself and my father with whom I live three meals a day. I love to cook. And, uh, I was able to exercise as long as I wanted every morning because I didn't have any work at those first few months. And, uh, uh, my, my running got better. I was running, I I didn't have a race to train for, but I I did a long run every weekend just because I could. And, um, at the end of, by the time I went back to work, which would be the late of late 2021, uh, I was really felt like my running had improved. I was definitely in a flow with, with Jesse and I, I don't tend to lose a lot of weight. I, I will easily creep up a little bit. Um, but, uh, I felt pretty like this is just me. And I didn't mean to be doing this four years, eight, 19, 23 years later, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, the, I, it's just, it really was the only expense I kept up during the pandemic when my work uh, decreased dramatically. And uh, I just found those weekly calls with Jesse kind of to be a, a normal thing in this world where things are not normal. And it is one of the things that I could control in this world where I cannot control what's going on around me. I can control what I'm putting in my mouth. I can control what I put on that little app and uh, I could control the amount of time I was working out. Um, so that was, that's kind of the long answer to telling about myself and my Met Pro journey. Um, and here I am, um, fully back to work, back on the road, even more than I was pre pandemic, uh, about to go on the road tomorrow. And, uh, and we've, I've learned with Jesse that it's, it's actually not difficult. I know you we were going to, it's not so difficult to keep this up on the road. Um, just eat a lot of salads and, uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, because when you're working, uh, my meals are very regimented. If I don't eat, I'm not going to get to eat. So you eat when it's time to eat and, and you don't eat in between except for your snacks. Yeah. You don't find that all that difficult in the work environment. Um, in the home environment, uh, I'm finding a little more challenging. It's the opposite of in the pandemic than when I was home and not working. Now that I'm working, the home environment can be a little more challenging. We just came through Christmas. Yeah. And I had to bake cookies because we've been doing that since I was a child. And now I have my mom's recipes. It's tradition. And, uh, and, I, and those bring me comfort and those bring me joy. So, of course, those are in the house. And, of course, I do eat those um, because that's what, I, that's what you do at Christmas. But, um, um, yeah, so it's kind of my overall journey. I don't have any... My, my current goal is my current goals are to maintain. Uh, if I lost uh, five pounds, I would not complain. Um, my current goals are to continue to be able to run uh, as I get into my 50s. I have 12 more marathons if I'm going to get all my 50 states done. And um, um, I understand now <laughs> that uh, my nutrition and the way in which I balance that and my my physical activity and my mental health, which I think all goes into that, um, are going to be an important part for me in this kind of next phase as my body is, is definitely 
making some changes. How how often traditionally, I'm not talking about the pandemic because that was a weird time, but traditionally, how many marathons a year are you able to do? It really depends. In the early years, I thought I could only do one. I yeah. didn't know that you could do more. And so That's then I eventually I did two. And someone said, you know, you trained for one. You might as well do another one in six weeks. Like, what? <laughs> and so what I did in 2012, I did five. Wow. Uh, because I met someone, I, you know, Myrtle Beach. And then five weeks later, I did something else. And, uh, and then it also depends on my work. Uh, when I was uh, working in traditional theater on the, on the Broadway schedule, you can't just take time off to run a marathon. So that was all about my schedule. So some years it's one, some years it's five. Well, last year I made one because I uh, came out of an almost year-long knee injury. Oh, it took me out to almost, and I gained some weight, and everything was very different. And uh, um, so I, I did my I did a marathon about eight weeks ago in Vegas. And so my hope is to I am a little worried now that I'm getting old enough that I'm going to get this done before something else happens. So uh, I, I would like to do two or three a year. Yeah, honestly, I'd like to do five a year, but I don't think that's in the cards. I think two or three a year is possible. Um, and it just has to go around my work and life schedule. Yeah, that's now. that's exciting. It's a it's a big goal. Um, you know, I uh, I have a friend um, that I know through Peloton because I'm a big Peloton user. Mm-hmm. And well, we um, talk about that. Yeah, I Me love too. Peloton. <laughs> uh, her her leaderboard name is Marathon Mom, so that kind of gives oh. you an idea. Um, but she had a goal of hitting 50 marathons before she turned 50, and she. Um, she had to, it, it was a very sad story. Uh, she was with this, uh, this gentleman who uh, is actually how I met her. And he passed away two weeks before she did her 50th marathon. Oh, and yeah. she still did it. Like she still did right. it. And I was so, so amazed by that. But um, seeing well, people. Achieving something like that takes on a different, you start it because, oh, it'd be fun to do 50 seats, right? But when you, when life comes at you, your marathons kind of like, you know, my mother died and oh. I was supposed to do a marathon a few weeks before, and so yeah. I didn't. And then I didn't want to run anymore. Yeah. I, it just wasn't there. And then when I did run it, I remember it was for her. And I just sobbed as I crossed the finish line because she was with me for my first marathon. Oh. So, and so, so these, these marathons kind of take on, whether it's to recover from something or to memorialize something or to celebrate something, it, it's sort of a, whatever it is, whatever, you, whatever your activity is that gives you strength and, and, and part of who you are, you know, it's kind of weaved into the thread of, of how you approach life. Um, uh, marathoning can do that. And I, you know, I definitely didn't want weight gain and body change to impact that because I can feel it. I can feel it trying to impact it. Yeah. Um, and you spend so much time on training. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's very different than I, uh, than a person who's like, I'm going to train to be fit, um, you know, not to take away from that at all. But like when it comes to training for an event, whether it be marathons or a half Ironman or an Ironman or anything mm-hmm. like that, you're spending so many hours a week on your training. It kind of is like a whole, recovery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. right? <laughs> that is so right? true. But it becomes yeah. and I'm totally a- slow, right? I'm you know, I'm I'm I used to be at five hours. Thought so that was amazing. Four and a half hours. And now I'm sitting in the 530, 545 range. So that means my training takes forever. I, so uh, you yeah. really have to a lot time. You do. Or you have to get up earlier or whatever it is. And that's that's a lot of work. And so I'm curious, um, 
since you kind of went into this not knowing what to expect, what has it been like working with Jesse? And was it what you expected? I know you have to go back in the memory bank there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I knew what to expect. I think I knew how Angie and Trevor talked about it. I knew that Angie had massive success and continues to, and that Trevor was like, meh, right? So like, I saw they were very honest about both both approaches. And, and, uh, and, and you know, we hear that, uh, and that has continued on to the people still talk about you guys on that podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think I knew what to expect. I think I knew that I, I needed more than just, all right, I got to lose five pounds, which I kind of did on my own. I, I said to my, right before I started with Jesse, I thought I got, you know, stop the sweets and it's actually pretty easy. What I learned from Jesse, of course, is the whole macro world learn from Jesse. I, I didn't realize how carbs played. I didn't you know carbs and how can fruit be bad for me, right? Right. Or how can fruit have carbs in it that there are certain times in in my whatever that I shouldn't be having as much of it, right? Um, and I didn't know that. I understood nutrition. I kind of my mother was a nurse practitioner, so that we were always very healthy in the home. Um, I know I have a sweet tooth, and that's just gonna my cross to bear, right? Uh, uh, so I didn't I didn't I didn't expect I think for the regiment of it. I didn't, I was initially rather taken aback by going through the app and having to pick what food I could have to make up my macros and the limitations of that and my perceived limitations of that. Um, so that was a little, I remember writing her a few times, like, what do you mean dried oatmeal? I mean, I just didn't understand whatever. Uh, so, so that was a, that was a mind change. I had to change how I looked at, I guess you had to change how you look at how you intake food without without getting uh, obsessive about it. I yeah. Because I also didn't, that was important to me that this didn't become, right, I didn't want to go too far. It's yeah. going to become everything I am. But now it's such a habit to, all right, I've got the carb and the protein on the fat. And if I'm, in, if I'm in a hotel and someone's giving me food that I can't measure it out or control it, it's just kind of learning, you know, all right, all right, she told me to get a carb. So there's some rice, put it with my salad and then, right, have some avocado with the fat. So, so I, I probably don't work, go, go button for button with the app anymore, like I used to. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't, ex I didn't, I guess I didn't realize the regiment of it initially. Yeah. Now it's, you know, five, six years later, it's, it's just kind of a habit. Yeah. And when I, when I go off it, I know it. I'm like, oh, I'm, this is not, this ship would not approve. And then we'll, we'll, you know, I'm going to miss this snack because I'm too busy, but I have it later. So I've just kind of found ways, you know, to work within the system. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, what keeps you coming back to MetPro after all this time? Since it is a habit, like what draws you in? I, I think, I mean, there are, there are, there are, there are, I mean, there have been time that I've been out of the country for periods of time, chunks of time when I've had to just stop. I can't weigh myself and I can't, um, I can't be on, I can't be on the app. And so, you know, after, after a month, you just, you do, you forget, right? You forget to weigh yourself every morning. Uh, I think it's a habit. I think um, initially the money concerned me. And then I learned that it, that from, I'm fortunate in a place where I found that that wasn't the overarching reason to do or to not do MetPro. The overarching reason to do MetPro uh, is higher for me than the spend, right? Yeah. The benefits of uh, of me being accountable to myself. Although Jesse and I speak each week and she texts me, I'm really accountable to me. I'm not accountable to Jesse or to MetPro. And 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 being quote I guess on, on with Jesse there in the background or on the phone or wherever, that is enough for me to be accountable to myself the rest of the time that she's not there. 
Um, and that's not that's something that I've had to learn, but it's also part of my personality trait. I'm pretty responsible to, you know, to myself or if I say I'm going to do something and do it. Yeah. Highly driven, highly driven person. Guess, yeah. You're going to go out for a 20 mile training run in the snow. You know, you got Heck be yeah. Doing. Heck yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm, but I'm not perfect. I'm 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 never going to lose 30 pounds on that pro. That's not going to be me. I, I don't think um, I think my experience with Matt pro is going to be about feeling good in my body. Um, at the moment that I'm in, in the conditions that I'm in, whether I'm injured, whether I'm working, whether I'm, um, you know, have a cookie in front of me, it, it's, it's kind of that, it's about finding that balance for me. And it, and I have considered letting that pro go. Um, and I think I would probably, I think I would, but I think the, it's built into the habit now to go into the app each day and keep track and put in my exercise. And I enjoy seeing the numbers and, um, and being accountable to getting on a scale every morning. It used to be, it could be a thing of dread, but it's not, it's just is. And um, so it's just kind of part of, I guess, a habit. Yeah, that makes sense. What about, what about your family and friends? Um, do they, did, when you first started, did they have a lot of questions about changes that you were making? Um, I, I'm, they might've. Um, uh, one, I'm not sure that anyone would have noticed. Um, I did it I did it very privately. Um, I was alone the first that summer of 2018 when I was in, first started with Jesse. I was on my own. My father was away that summer, and uh, it was probably perfect because I could get out the measuring cups and, and measure the food and only eat for me. Um, whereas now I have to I cook for both of us. Um, so the whole first summer as I was adapting, it was probably the perfect situation because and I didn't I, I actually didn't tell anyone. Um, it didn't actually occur to me to tell anyone. Because uh, I don't think it impacted how I related to my work and, and my life, mm -hmm. uh, other than I didn't ever get dessert at the buffet table at work. I just had had the salad. Um, and then when my father came back home, um, when well, I don't think he really noticed, but uh, he is aware that I worked with a nutritionist and uh, I'd learned some things and that I don't eat as much rice as he might want to put on the plate on the nights he cooks. I'm like, Dad, less rice, please. Um, but when we, when we eat a meal together, I don't cook us two different meals. We eat the same meal or if he's cooking, we, I'm going to eat what he makes. Yeah. So we eat the same meal. So those are, those adjustments are on my end to make by not having a second helping or not having as much rice if I'm on a lower intake. Um, and with my friends, no, I haven't told, I haven't told a soul. No, that's not true. I only told two people that I know that I'm on Matt pro. And you know why I think initially it was because of the cost. I thought, Oh, you know, Allison's that's a, that's a big expense. Um, not that there's, I don't know what that was. And uh, I just feel like my fit, my weight loss journey or my body maintaining journey is a personal thing to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't need the, I have Jesse and I have me as far as kind of the keeping the support, but I didn't feel like I needed, and I still don't feel like I need that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what that is. I don't, um, you know, I follow, I follow the uh, Matt Pro Facebook page and it's, it is fun to see uh, people's, um, achievements or, you know, how they've succeeded in the food that they make. But uh, that doesn't, um, I guess I haven't felt the need to, to share that as much. I, it's I interesting that I've been doing this for so long and I've told so few people about it. It is, it is, especially <laughs> when I think about um, the clients that I've talked to, it just seems like there's such a wide variety of how people feel about that. I, I think a lot of people feel it's private, but 
One thing I always find interesting is that some people will be asked, oh, why you usually have a drink and you're not having a drink tonight. Why is that? You know, and some people are completely comfortable answering that question, either with uh, a white lie or uh, they'll they'll tell the story behind MetPro or what they're doing or, um, you know, whatever. But then there's this other group of people who they don't even want to be asked that question. And so they will um, go out of their way to to like kind of hide it. And and yeah. I I just think that it's very interesting how it's not normalized, I guess. That's that's the the end the end point to me is that when someone hears about MetPro without truly understanding what it is we do here at MetPro, it sounds like a diet. And to some people, there's a stigma around that, that that you need the help or that uh, you had to ask for help or that you're spending so much money to your point. Like there's these yeah. things that we're saying. But at the end of the day, really, you're just taking care of yourself. Like no one thinks twice about a gym membership. Like no one would ever that question that. Um, and it's I just find it very fascinating that there are so many people that that feel uncomfortable or not normal talking about how they're handling their food. Yeah. I, yeah. So I, and it hadn't occurred to me. Um, and I'm never in a, I've never been asked, why aren't you having a cookie? <laughs> uh, I don't really drink. So that hasn't been hard. Uh, uh, and my father has occasionally said, is he sure that's enough food? Yes. Um, so that actually, that's probably the one place where I've seen that, but it has never, I don't feel like it has changed how I interact with the world around me. That makes sense. Yes. And and it might just depend on how a person comes into MetPro and what kind of situation they're in. Like, what's their typical hangout? Like, sometimes on mm -hmm. the weekend, you know, uh, if you're a person who goes and watches the game at a bar yes. and you usually have a few drinks and suddenly you're not doing that, that might be a little more For noticeable sure. than like those those of us like I'm kind of like yourself like I kind of tend to eat at home and I tend to chill and <laughs> yeah. 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 so it might I be different to, at work I have to eat out all the time so when I'm home you're just, just at home. home you just want to be mm -hmm. home that makes yeah. sense um so I'm curious when you first started MetPro um was there anything that you thought you would have to change significantly and ended up not being something significant um, I think I, I knew that I would have to not have much, as much sugar. Okay. Uh, I, I, um, I don't think I know. And, you know, I, I think maybe it's the other way around. Um, I mean, I, I made some changes. I mean, I will never idly pour a bowl of cereal for myself. Yeah. Right? I don't I mean, eat cereal anymore I'm either. Again. Yeah. For a little bit. I miss that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. That's something I did a you know, fruity pebbles, <laughs> cocoa pebbles, I mean, life cereal, oatmeal, oatmeal squares for me. Um, and so, and they're in the house cause my dad has them, but I oh, don't have them. Yeah. Um, so that's something I won't, you know, Oh, I'm hungry. I just got home in from a flight. There's no food. I have a bowl of cereal. I don't do that. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe it's the other way around. What hasn't, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going completely down the wrong path. Uh, I didn't have to make a lot of changes. I eat pretty lean. We eat low sodium. I mean, it's just something that we've always done, but it was just, uh, it's about that kind of just idly putting something in a bowl or on a plate and eating it. I don't do that. So it's much more thoughtful. Now you think about it's, that's a good word. Yeah. I, everything I put in my mouth is thoughtfully done. Yeah. If I choose to have the cookie, it's, it is with thought. 
Yeah. It's an acknowledgement of it and what it means to me without it being crazy. Right. I'm going to have a cookie. Right. Yeah. Um, um, but I'm never, yeah, I'm, you know, I don't idly snack or eat the way I might've done before because I can't. Awesome. No, that's, that's great. I mean, that, that kind of sums it up, right? You didn't have to, yes, you ended up changing a lot of things, but you ended up making those changes because I can only assume you enjoyed the, the effects of those changes. Well, that's what it is. It's, it's, it, you have to weigh it, right? It, initially, it was stressful. And, and some of my emails to Jesse were like, oh, right, uh, Texas to Jesse. Uh, um, but as, as it just became a part of weaving it into the fabric of my day and, and the way that I approach my life and my workouts and all that, it's just a part of my day now. It's, it's not, it's not, doesn't take so much effort. Yeah. Right? Even when you travel, because you said you travel a lot. So, so that's kind of easy for you to do too? Uh, yeah. So, so, and Jessie is, keeps really, we keep, we're really specific about my travel schedules. She knows I'm about to be gone for three weeks and that's going to make, it's going to mean a drop for me. So I've been on quite a high intake because I ran a marathon before Christmas. I was away for Christmas. So we've been at quite a high intake uh, and I've been home for the last week and now I'm going to hit the road for three weeks. So uh, I believe we're going to about to do a drop. And uh, that's because I have found that living in the hotel has made it, it's not that difficult. I carry my own breakfast with me, pre-measured oatmeal with protein powder and um, almonds is a nice macro for me in the morning in the hotel room with the hot pot. Um, and then I carry my snacks. I have RX bars. I have applesauce packets. I carry raisins. I carry uh, turkey jerky and I carry small bags of nuts. And so the combination of those, depending on where I am on my, on my intake, uh, will work as that morning and afternoon snack. And then lunch on the job site is always provided. Uh, or if it's not, I can get it. And uh, there's always salads at the buffet. So my plate is a full salad. And then depending on where I am on my carb, carb intake, it's, a, it's some rice or, 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 or potato or whatever that is. And I don't find that hard because I have to eat and go back to work. And then uh, dinners at night are sometimes on my own. But also if you're living in a hotel, you, they have pre-prepared salads everywhere. You know, gone are the days of a chicken sandwich and, and fries, right? I can't do that. But I, I can... I can get a grilled chicken sandwich without the bread and have some have a salad, right? So, so there's I don't find the hotel to be that difficult. Um, there's no temptations around really. And then um, sometimes at night I have a snack, but I have my my snack. So um, it's interesting that travel. I think initially I thought that would be harder than it actually has turned out to be. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's and interesting. I, I have trouble working out on the road. My schedule is crazy. And so sometimes my workouts become my Peloton classes in my hotel room as opposed to going out for a run. Yeah. Um, and so that does also my body, my body loves when I run it, it, it just, the weight drops, they get all that. But when I'm not running, it's very different for my body. Um, so that's another thing that when I travel, I have to take into consideration. Yeah, definitely. Is all hotel treadmills are not created equally. <laughs> no, no, and I don't mind a hotel treadmill, but they they close at eight yeah. o'clock and open at five a.m. And I'm sorry, I'm at work at yeah. five o'clock, and I don't get home from work until nine or ten. So, so you have a really I, long day. I have long, really. When I'm on, when I work, I have really intense work times, and when I'm home, I have more flexibility to wow. control my day. So, so what did we miss? What do you want to make sure people know about your journey that we haven't covered? Uh, I think, I think part of when we haven't covered it, it's that I think I've learned that, that you can only be yourself and however that means for you, you know, your journey, you're completely responsible for your journey. Yes, there are influences and things that are getting in the way and people that are going to try to interrupt your journey, but you're responsible for your journey. And my choices are really, my choices are mine. And the way that I choose to 
and, and what I choose to put into my body and the way that 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 impacts, you know, how I want to feel. Um, I know that I feel best when I feel healthy, when I have energy, when I feel light, I feel amazing after I run. And before Matt Pro, I wasn't having those things. Uh, it, my running was impacted. I wasn't, I didn't have that feeling. And, and after Matt Pro, uh, I know that I can have that, that feeling um, that was really important to me. Um, I, and I feel that Matt Pro helped me get all that back. And it's always going to be work for me, and it's always going to take some effort for me. But I also know that it, the results of it are worth it for me. And well said. Well said. Allison, thank you so much for all of this. This has been amazing and inspiring. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. So, well, Thank you, Crystal. I, I appreciate it. I feel like it's such something that I've not shared before. So maybe this, maybe you've got something going on here. <laughs> Thank you very much. Of course, of course. Uh, listeners, that's all for this week. And you can find all of the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts, or you can go to metpro.co slash podcast. Please be sure to follow the show and rate and review. That lets other people know what they can expect from the show. You can also learn more about MetPro at MetPro.co. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and I'll be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key.